Yo! What's going down? MK3 the host, y'all. How y'all doing? Hope y'all doing great. We done made it through another week. It's Friday. Friday, as some of you say. Um, I don't say that because I think it sounds funny. But whatever. I say a lot of stuff that you probably think is stupid, too. So that's fine. We can balance it out. Nobody's upset. But yeah, I just want to say hi real quick. It's been a couple weeks since the last podcast. Wanted to make sure I had let some stuff on my brain marinate before I came out and put out the little bit of wisdom that I feel like I have. One thing that I'll quickly say about me, no, I don't have degrees. I don't have a lot of the things people say you need to have to be able to do, you know, what you want to do. That's a tough one for me. I see the upside and I see the I see the opposite side. You know, I see that a lot of people with you know, said degrees, do this and do that. And that's fine. I have no problem with that. I'm not knocking anybody. But I also know quite a few people with no degrees who are doing pretty damn good for themselves. And so with that being said, you know, I just encourage you to always be who you are and shoot for the stars, no matter where your stars lie at. Um, some people's stars aren't that far out of reach, which is fine. As long as you get to what you're going for, that's cool. But I wanted to let you know that just when I come to you on the mic from the corner, which is Kirkland's Corner, you know what time it is. Uh, it's just me speaking from my own personal thoughts, experience, or just my own personal opinion. So as always, it can be taken with a grain of salt. You don't have to take it at all. You don't have to rock with the movement. That's fine, too. But at the same time, I just advise you to keep an open mind because the world can be a cruel place that judges you based off what you may or may not have. And, you know, as a, you know, up and coming podcaster on this platform, you know, I feel like what better place to to showcase that you can, you know, do what you want to do and be what you want to be. All you need to do is basically just do it. And so with that, we'll kick things off. Um, This week wasn't a bad week. Uh, Hopefully, like I said before, hopefully you had a good one. Uh, Hopefully everything stayed in line for you. Hopefully, you know, if you're working, you are still employed at the same place you started the week at. I mean, obviously, you know, shit happens. We all know that. But, uh, you know, hopefully <laughs> everything is still cool for you. Uh, let's see. The week in review, the Huskers played. Uh, Huskers played, uh, I think, men's basketball, women's basketball as well. And then the football team played as well this weekend. Uh, nice win over Illinois. I know a lot of people were giving away the tickets, and which was fine because that's how I got to the game. And uh, I had a great time. I was super loud. You know, I had uh, I had the section rocking, um, if you can believe that or not, if you know me. Uh, you know, I just was out there having a good time. You know, the game time temperature was not conducive to having fun if you were just basing going off that. Because I believe it was like 19, and that wasn't really cool. But with 90,000 strong in there, it was. I would say it was, nice, it was a nice little brisk little 45. You know, I had the mask on, you know, sub-zebro, sub-negro. Whatever, you know, you think I might have looked like in that picture I posted. Uh, But I had a good time, you know. It was great seeing the Huskers win. Obviously, you know, they've had a long season. We all know that, you know. But, hey, damn it, we the best 3-17 there is. And that's just flat out. And I know there's no trophy for that. And, you know, as Drake said, they don't have no awards for that. So uh, we'll just keep rocking and hope next year is good. Um, I feel like they're already on their way to bigger and better things. Uh, it, you know, like if you know sports and you know life, things take time, you know. So, uh, it was good to see them win, though. Uh, I know the women handled their business on Sunday against, I want to say, South Carolina Upstate. 
Um, the men played Southeastern Louisiana, I believe, and they won that game as well. Um, I went to the game against Seton Hall on Wednesday. Definitely a nice turnout. Uh, Big Red was definitely in the building. PBA was rocking, uh, rocking strong the entire time. Um, let me tell you this, though. Now, I've seen bad calls because I've played sports most of my life. I've seen terrible calls. I've had terrible calls called on me before. But I will tell you in all honesty, those these two calls I'm about to tell you about, no lie, by far the two worst calls I have literally ever seen up close in a game setting ever in my life. So one of the calls, Isaiah Roby is going to set a pick for, gosh, I don't know if it was, if it was uh, Palmer or somebody. It was either Palmer or Glenn Watson, who was cooking, by the way. Um, Glenn was out there, out there balling. So Roby went to go set a pick. Roby didn't even end up setting the pick because the guy went around it. The guy took kind of a longer, wider version of his, of his turn to get back to his defender. And all of a sudden, brrr, whistle. And I'm confused. I'm like, wait, for what? And so, you know, they they call a foul on Roby. So naturally, boo, you know what I'm saying? There's a couple more choice words. I had a little man with me, so I wasn't really trying to partake in that. But so we watch it on the Jumbotron. When I tell <coughs> excuse me, when I tell you, dude didn't touch anything or anybody. And we're sitting here watching it, and you know, you know when you're at home, you know whoever's on that jumbotron. If they're doing their job right, they're gonna make sure you see that nothing happens. So I'm telling you, do we rewound it about three, four, five good times, and there was no contact made. And like you can see, you know they 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 blow the whistle for the foul. Roby turned around like, what in the hell? We are looking around like, what in the hell? Who's that on? So that was one call. The next call, oh my gosh. I don't know how to say his last name. I think it's Borchert or Borkart. Either way, big dude number 20, big strong dude number 20 for Nebraska, went and dove on a loose ball. I am not exaggerating, people. If you did not go to the game, oh my goodness. I'm sitting here just dumbfounded. He dives for the ball. They call a foul on him. And we're watching the replay to see where this phantom call is. He literally dove on the ball and covered it up and got whistled for a foul. <clears throat> now, that was his fourth foul of the game. And he was kind of he's kind of one of those transitional role players where he's got a predominant role on the team, which is to come in, get boards off the bench, be physical, be a big body in there. But that gave him his fourth foul. And honestly, the call was so bad, they should have took the call away and subtracted one more of his fouls. I've never seen anybody die for a loose ball by themselves, corral the ball, and then get called for a foul. Like, that just doesn't happen. Nonetheless, it happened, and Nebraska was only up, I think, about like five, maybe five or seven at this time. PBA got to rocking. They let the ref have it. Ref, you suck. I mean, they got to kicking that old school with the high school chance at the ref. It went nuts. Then all of a sudden, you know, somebody had that magic moment. I saw a guy up in the rafters. He started to slow clap. So, you know, we start slow clapping and bringing it back. So we're on the positive the positive side of things. Before you know it, Nebraska got to rocking. 
Palmer Jr. gets going. Glenn Watson's still out there cooking. Uh, Copeland starts hitting. Man, I mean, before you know it, it's just it's a route. It's a route. So before we leave, you know, I wanted to beat traffic. And if you know my dad, shout out to Dr. Jake Kirkland. Uh, if you know my dad, my dad is all about trying to beat the crowd. So naturally, me and my son were at the game. And this is my youngest of two, uh, Kyler. And uh, my oldest son is Jameson, as I mentioned before. So Kyler and I are at the game. You know, he's six years old, so he want to stay for the whole game. I'm like, nah, bro, we're not going to get stuck. And I said, you see all these people? Yeah, there's a lot of people here. I said, you want to sit behind them? No. I said, I'm glad that kicked in real quick, bro, because I'm not trying to wait behind a couple thousand folks either, especially a couple thousand folks who don't know how to walk at the same time. Because you know Nebraska's got bad drivers, so naturally Nebraska has bad walkers. So anyway, we going out, and I'm so thankful that I looked over at the screen at PBA because what I saw was Roby catch this nasty alley-oop from nowhere, and it just, oh, man, I could hear everybody still in the Coliseum. I grabbed, oh! And he's like, what's wrong, Dad? I'm like, you did, oh, man. I said, you missed it? And if you if you know, uh, Roby is Kyler's favorite player. So I got to show him the highlight, but I saw what happened firsthand. He saw the end of it, but he knew, you know, he knew it was Roby, but he wasn't sure if it was alley-oop or if it, he just caught it and just went in and dunked it. So the dunk was awesome, and if you see Copeland's reaction, that's a good-ass teammate right there, people. You got to have somebody rocking with you who sees you do well and is jumping up and down and wilding because, hey, Cope was wilding after Roby got that, that flush. And so that was good to see, man. So that was obviously a good week, you know, for the Big Red. Uh, it's always good. I mean, I'm from I'm from the 402. You know what I'm saying? My parents are from New York. Shout out to Bronx and Brooklyn. Uh, they're from there, but I'm from here. So it's like the best of both worlds. Like, I get... The big red experience here, plus with the New York side of things, I like pizza. I kind of have an attitude, you know what I'm saying, and I'm sarcastic. I'll tell you how it is. Some of the other stuff, you know, I can't really speak on that because that's not what I do. I'm more just a chill dude, but, you know, I still have some of that, you know, no offense, asshole in me uh, thanks to uh, the region. So that was the week in review for the big red. Um, I know I saw a couple things. Uh, in the news, kind of troubling, uh, you know, for whatever reason, people feel the way they do about other people, you know, that's, that's all well and good. It's all well and good, but there does come a point where you A, have to just open your eyes and see shit for what it is, and B, sometimes you gotta just let people be them and realize that their run is over potentially in your circle of friends or as someone you look to as, I don't know, an example of higher learning, whatever you want to call it. But some people just have really messed up agendas and some people really don't care. They see this stuff and you hear their responses, you see how they act, and yet you still are trying to give them a pass. And just sometimes I mean, you gotta, you just got to let people go. Sometimes you have to let a topic go, and if it's deep enough, you have to say something to the point where you don't feel you're stressing yourself out on a whole nother level, but you can't let that kind of shit marinate because you have to get to the root of that because if that's someone you don't need on the roster, you need to know that now so that you can get them off the roster and, and go about your business. And I think just 
you know, like I said, I'm not here to harp on race. I'm not here to talk about a lot of that stuff. I will talk about it. Don't don't test me. I'll talk about it. But I just, right now, I'm not, that's not where I'm at. But I just see so many things on so many different sides. And for me, being an African-American male, sometimes it's hard for me to say, what it is I feel without eyes like, damn, Kirk, that's how you feel? So kind of, no, man, shut that shit up. No, I can be about my causes and my beliefs without being a blind, ignorant individual. That's not that hard to do. You know, kindness is really not that hard. Understanding, understanding where people come from is not something I'm asking people to do, but like understanding that some shit ain't cool should be a really simple thing to understand. Like honestly, it's a really, 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 really simple thing to understand. It shouldn't it doesn't it's not rocket science. I mean, respect is just a lost art. Uh just the overall level of gratitude is a lost art. I mean, plenty of people can think of how many times you've held a door open. And somebody to look at you like you owe them a favor to hold the door open. Like, sir, my name is not Benson. I do not have to hold the door open for you, dog. Like, and you don't do it expecting people to say thank you. It's just decent when people actually are like, all right, cool, man. You know, I appreciate that. You didn't have to. It doesn't stop me from holding the door open. It more or less gives me a laugh because, I, you know, I talk my shit, you know, under my breath. Or, you know, sometimes I, you're welcome. Shoot. I have no problem saying you're welcome to somebody who I feel isn't being, you know, cognizant of the fact that I am holding the door open for you. I do not have to hold the door open for you. That is not my role in life, to hold my door open for random people who don't have any kind of cordial manners. Um, Like I said, though, it's, a, it's more of a desire thing to see just things go differently. Uh, I just, I hate that some people that I know, you know, that I interact with online, I hate that they only see certain things. And whenever they want to, you know, bring attention to certain shit, it's a joke or a meme. Don't get me wrong. Memes are funny as hell. I, I appreciate almost every single meme, even if, it's, even if it's pretty messed up. I still think it's funny. But I think it does come to a point where sometimes if you can only make a joke about shit and when people actually bring it up, you kind of brush it to the side or kind of halfway defend it. That kind of that's, that's, a, that's a borderline issue. It's one that I can treat with a long-handled spoon. You know, I'm not going to sit there and harp on you on it, but I watch what I watch what I say around you, and I kind of watch how you react, what you say, and I kind of go from there. And I'm in no place to judge, but I know there's some shit I'm not about to say, you know, and there's some ways I'm not about to act uh, because I'm aware of my surroundings. That's not watering myself down to deal with other people. That's just some shit I just don't need to or want to deal with on my plate. So, that's my little tidbit about that. Just shut up and love each other. It's not that difficult. We really need to be back on that shit anyway. So, today, kind of transitioning to that topic. What I want to talk about today is something I've seen and I think is necessary. Uh, Being yourself, loving yourself, and protecting your inner gifts. Um, Man... We're going to have fun with that one, trust me. I got a couple of people I'm going to talk to with some loud personalities as well as myself. And I really think we're going to get to the meat and potatoes. You know, that's a Nebraska thing, too, of the matter. Um, another uh, chapter we're going to talk about is devaluing negative opinions and not giving a lot of press to positive opinions. I know that sounds crazy, but bear with me. We'll get to it. And then another issue is why inner strength 
is important and having a balance for it. And then just quickly, I'm going to share my thoughts on the notion that there has to be a perfect time or you have to be at a certain place in your life for people to come into your life and have a significant role. That's something we definitely have to talk about because sometimes and some people we know are cutting ourselves short because we're waiting on this red carpet moment to happen. And unless your life is part of the E! Hollywood true story or it's a Disney movie that has red carpets in it, that's not how it is. That's not how it goes. And so a lot of people, I think, have it misconstrued that you have to somehow have this notion or have this kind of, you know, picket fence type life before someone could come and make an impact. And really, the goal at the end of the day is the picket fence, I believe. I mean, I, unless I'm backwards, you know, because I don't believe I am on this one. I'm asked backwards about a lot of stuff, but I don't believe I'm wrong on this one. So those four things we're going to hit on today. I'm going to take a quick sip of water real quick. We're going to get right back into it in just a minute, though. All right, welcome back to the corner. MK3, the host, had to take a quick little water break there. Had to get a little sup, little, little spritz of, of water there, please. On pump one. All right, so like I said, we're talking about being yourself and loving yourself today. Simple concept, right? Is it? Is it a simple concept? You know, how easy is it for you to actually be and love yourself. Let me let me holler at y'all for a minute. <sighs> I got a few close friends. I got a few close friends. I, I, I won't I won't lie. You know, I, I know a lot of people, but I have very few close friends. And they'll tell you a lot of different stories about me. But I think one thing that they'll never not tell you is that I wasn't me. I wasn't being myself. Have I done a lot of dumb shit around my friends? Absolutely. A lot of you know me. A lot of you know I've done a lot of stupid, stupid shit. Just dumb, bonehead shit that's just like, Kirk, what are you doing? Like, get it together, dog. Some, <clears throat> some things have been... Hey, you really need to get your shit together or you need to stay from around me, you know. Uh, and then a lot of things have been, hey, I see what you're doing. I see what you're on. Keep it up. Keep pushing, you know, keep going for what you're doing. And, and I love it. You know, I've had honestly since I started. And the funny thing is, if you if you if you know this, I put Kirkland's Corner together in like 2012, 2013. Um, I just wanted to create a channel to kind of give you a break to, or to kind of give you kind of a glimpse of what I think about stuff or just, you know, what I'm into, you know, and basically it's just kind of like my little tryout, man, because honestly, I want to be like a broadcaster. I'd like to be, I'd like to be, I'd like to have my face out there so I can see shit. You know what I'm saying? So I can tell my kids and show my kids things and so I can see things. And, and that's always been a dream of mine. Always. And so I guess what I'm saying is I transitioned into this 
be yourself and love yourself. Even the bad shit. I got a lot of shit I'm not proud of. I got a whole lot of shit I am proud of. You know, as I sit here and I talk to you right now, I'm looking at my Athletic Hall of Fame thing, and I'm telling you what, still, looking at that next to the trophy with my name on it, that's part of me. That's part of my life. I love that part of my life. That was at a time where things were a little different for me. High school. And everybody knows high school. Everybody had different high school experiences. But this, to win senior year, last go-round, nothing better. I love that part about myself and the life that I was involved in. And see, the thing about me is I've done, like we all have, done stupid shit. But I'm still me. I'm still a clown. I'm still sarcastic. I still like to joke around. I still like to, you know, I like to have fun. Fireball may or may not be one of my shots of choice. You know, I could drink Patron. I love Long Islands. You know, I'm also recreational. It's it's me. It fits me. Because when I'm with my people... I'm with my kids. It's fun. It's fun. It's laughter. Will I get on their ass about things? Absolutely. Do I sometimes get on my homies? Absolutely, because that's what we're here to do. But that's part of being who you are. If you're the type that sits back and lets shit happen, okay, we'll do that and see how far you get, you know, with life. But if you attack it at a different angle, you get a different result. And see, the thing about me is that, like, I've done enough on whatever side you want to look at it to have whatever labels that I may have. And some are some are bad, but I really don't think I have that many negative labels. I mean, I'm not that big of a piece of shit. I'm not. So I'm not concerned about that. I think the reason I'm not concerned about that is because, you know, of my faith. And one thing that my mom, uh, shout out Dr. Dolores Kirkland, one thing my mom said to me when I was going through some stuff one time, Well, she said, Matthew, when you die, God isn't about to ask you anything about anybody else. So you need to let it go. It was at that moment, it was a few years ago, it was at that moment I realized I need to really stop caring about anybody else's opinion, you know, what anyone else thinks, why they think the way they think, and especially if there's somebody who hasn't even been through the fire or been in a situation with me, how could I even how could I even form myself or pretend to care what someone who doesn't even know anything about me, you know, thinks? When you sit down and you think about that and you put it all into one group, you realize how stupid that sounds. Like you feel really, really dumb. Like, dude, who are you? Who is she? Who are these people that I'll probably never, ever see again in life? How is it that I'm getting ruffled by them? I won't say that if you get ruffled by it that you don't love yourself. But it has to come into a deeper connection. Uh, later on this week, we'll talk with one of my uh, one of my good friends, J-Mac, uh, Justin McAfee, if you didn't know. And 
I, I have a quote from him that we'll use later on in the week when I talk to him uh, next week when we come back and, you know, we'll either touch on this topic again if I have a couple people who want to, you know, get some opinions out. Um, but if not, you know, we'll at least have that out there. And that's one person I can definitely say is himself. My guy is he's definitely himself, period. Doesn't change. Uh, and that's one thing I think that is so rare in this society is that a lot of people are just image conscious, just so bent out of shape about this, that, or the third, or whoever said this. And it's nice to have people that you know in your corner who don't think that way. I look at, you know, people like my good friends, Kamari. I look at my friend, uh, Willie Morris. You know, cats I've known for 20-some years, you know, would, would, would take a bullet for them any day. You know, my guy Willie says some of the most outlandish shit online, and I love it. I think it's all great. I don't I don't mind it at all. I think the shit's funny as hell. Some stuff I sit back and I'm like, damn bro. But most of it I don't because he's being himself. Kamari, man, if you went out with us back in the day, there are a couple things you knew about Kamari. A shirt was coming off. B, he was dancing. And C, somebody might get slapped or socked. That's just, you know, and I'm not putting his business out there like that. That's my guy. But you know, we all had our own moments. You know, we all had our own things. But at the end of the day, it was never because he just was some kind of terrible person. He was being himself. He was being in his protective nature. You know, it's good to have, even if you have friends that they get down with the scrap, whatever, it's better than picking up guns. You know, it's better to have someone on your team that's willing to protect themselves and you as opposed to just letting you sink or swim by yourself. And I think... That's another genuine quality of having friends that are that are genuinely them that helps you also be yourself. My other homie, uh, Nate. Whoa, Nate's got one of the smartest mouths I have ever heard in my entire life. But dude's not dumb. So when he says certain things, you really are like, you know what, I would like to slap you right now, but you make a lot of sense. I just wish you wouldn't have said it that way, dog. You know, that's the kind of thing you want to have around you. You want people to be so comfortable being themselves that it helps you in tune, be in touch with yourself, which helps you then grow as a person. And I think that's when you start finding out that collectively and when you get into these groups of people, that's when you grow as a person. Because we all have different life, you know, thoughts. We all have our own different aspirations. We all have our own different interpretations of things. But we're all ourselves which means the energies one would have to take to duplicate that would be so much greater than just being your own self because this is just natural. At this point, it's just natural. You mean, some statistics about me, I'm, I'm almost 6'5", I'm 280 pounds. You're not going to miss me in any setting, and I'm bald. As all my friends like to point out, I got a big, <laughs> bald-ass head. So, I mean, you're not going to miss me as it is. But if you just have the luxury of hearing me talk or seeing me online, yeah, I can tell you this. I love inspirational uh, things. Yes, I do believe in God. Does that mean I don't think things are funny? Absolutely not. Does that mean I can't have my own personality? 
Absolutely not. That's the thing. You have to be able to be you. Your understanding and your belief system is what's going to take you farther than what the fuck somebody else has to say about you. I don't care if they been your friend, family, whatever for years. If you can't be yourself, then what is it really about? What is it really about? Because clowns migrate to the circus. And if you can't think for yourself, that's essentially what you are. You're a circus clown. You do what everybody else doing. Monkey see, monkey do looking ass. And that's not that's not where you want to be. You know, and that transitions right into protecting your inner gifts. Like for me, I'm I'm a strong speaker. So I like to talk. I like to get my point across. I'm mildly hilarious. I, I mean, if you if you if you know me, I'm sarcastic. I'm su- I am funny. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not like ha ha. Like some people say, I should be a comedian. Like I'm not that. I'm not that funny. Like some people I've seen though, like they're hilarious. Um, I I know that I I just I have dry humor. I have that witty sarcastic humor that a lot of people appreciate. A lot of people don't. I'd be like, Matt, you are the biggest asshole I've ever met. That's what I thought of you the first time. That's like, what do you think now? It's like, you're hilarious. Well, duh. You got to give it time to marinate. You don't just, you can't just throw a, a chicken or something in the oven. And I didn't just say chicken because I'm black. That's not why I said it, but that's the only food that sounded good that I could think of. But you don't just throw something in the oven and then all of a sudden, like, bing, it's done. No, let it marinate. Got to get that nice little, you know, that base, that, that, set the mood. Set the thing. How do I say it? I want to say preparation, but I want to say something way cooler than that, and I got lost, but whatever. You can't just throw it in there. You got to you gotta dress it up. It takes time, period. But when you use your inner gifts and you see it all come together, it just makes things that much more sweet. You know, and that's one thing you have to do, especially in this world where people play dirty. You have to guard your inner gifts. If you're a person who smiles, don't let someone take that smile away. If you're a person that likes to laugh, don't let anybody take your jokes away. If you're if you if you're an artist, don't let anybody take your voice, your pen, your paper, your your pencil, your watercolors. I don't care what it is. Don't let them take it away. You have to protect your inner gifts because once you lose those inner gifts, the quality of your life starts to diminish. And you can be like, damn, that's kind of long-winded, Kirk. No, it's not. It really is not because, okay, now what makes you tick, what makes you go is out the window. If you don't have kids, if you don't have goals in mind, what are we here for? The one thing you cared about is gone now. What is it that's going to refuel you to get back to the top? You know, in the 33 years of living, I would say that I've done a majority of shit. Not wrong, but not the way it should have been done. I say that to say that there's a lot of things I wish I could do differently. But there's also a lot of things I'm thankful for that are in place now. So that with the prior knowledge of what I had going on and what gifts I do possess... Now I can protect those a lot better. Now I can protect my energy a lot better because now, basically, I'll, I'm, I hear you, but I don't hear you. I'm listening to what you're saying, 
and I'm I'm comprehending what you're saying. And if it's not really something that's going to help me in the future or right now, then I'm probably not going to take it with much more than a grain of salt. I have no problem being corrected. I do have a problem with being corrected by people who haven't yet taken the corrective action for their own lives. Now, I understand giving advice and some people... That's what their inner gift is, to give that harsh-ass advice. But as we found with a lot of people, they can't necessarily take the harsh advice that they give. Which then makes you think, why are you even saying anything to me if you if I can't say it back? And that's another thing about an inner gift is that it's in you for a reason. And that's why all our inner gifts aren't the same. I think my inner gift is just to be able to relay what I see to people from a person who's been a screw up from a person who's made a ton of bad decisions from a person who doesn't have it all together from a person who's working and grinding and still trying to find their niche and their place in the world. You know, I've blown plenty of opportunities. Um, I've had opportunities slip away. I put myself in bad spots, you know, and now realizing my gifts I put more time and energy into it. You know, I spent all week this week uh, preparing, uh, recording here and there, um, just so I could get it all down, just so I could remember this stuff. And I think what I'm going to do from now on is just use, once again, that inner gift, and I'm going to record every day. I'm going to record every day, put some out, whether, even if it's the stupidest 15 minutes you have ever heard, I'm going to put it out because that's me, this is what I want to do, and... If that's my gift, then that's my gift. Because even if you didn't listen and take anything away from it, you still listened. So you still took time out of your day. And I do appreciate that. Devaluing negative opinions. I feel like that rolls with the punch of protecting your inner gifts. But I also want to touch on not celebrating too much about positive opinions. Before I get into that, big shout out to Rich Musical Vibes, RMV Studios, uh, my sponsors. Can't say enough about them. My guy, Josh Lina, thank you very much for the opportunity. Thank you very much for the microphone as well. I love it. I've been using it like crazy. Um, Rich Musical Vibes Studios. Make sure you get in touch with Josh Linen. Uh, if you need a nice quality place to come record, do your thing. It's a nice, very nice, comfortable setting for you. You can get a lot of work done, get your focus on, get to the bag, whatever it is, in whatever way you want to do it. Uh, make sure you contact Josh Linen on there. RMV Studios, Rich Musical Vibes on Facebook as well. Um, make sure you get in touch with them as well. Definitely big ups. Appreciate the opportunity. Um, right back into it. So there's always going to be somebody talking shit, period. Whether it's good or bad, it has yet to be seen. But there's always going to be someone talking some kind of shit. Now, it's funny because to some people, they're going to hear this and be like, oh, yeah, that's simple. Don't listen to the bad shit, listen to the good shit. Right. 
Most times I would say, yeah, you're right. Most times I would say, yeah, you're right. But let's just say I didn't this time. Let's say I told you to devalue a negative opinion, but at the same time, disregard an abundance or disregard an overabundance of positive opinions. Why would you do that? To be honest, the last thing that I think you need to hear from someone in my shoes, and you may not give a fuck about my shoes, that's fine. I'm not asking you to. If you wanted to know, I am wearing the cool gray 11s right now, the lows. Um, shout out my guy Jason love you buddy appreciate him that was a little side note there but what I'm saying overall is the last thing you need is to get your head pumped up full of good things by the wrong people and I say that to say this, you, you're doing your thing, it's subpar. As your friends, obviously, they're going to support you. But do you want friends and people being like, oh man, that, that shit was great, that shit was crazy, it was awesome, it was dope, it was super, whatever, whatever, whatever. And you know in your heart of hearts, it was subpar. Wouldn't you rather have them tell you? They want you to tighten up on some shit. Wouldn't you rather have it be a thing where they're like, hey, man, I want your best work. You know, let's get a little bit more this time. Let's dig a little deeper next time. Let's go a little harder next time. In my opinion, that's almost just as detrimental to your progress as having someone just constantly, man, this shit's terrible, this shit sucks, you're weak, you're trash, you don't know anything about this because you're this, you don't even have this going on in your life, so you don't do this, like, that's just a no-brainer. You have to devalue the negative opinions. And a lot of devaluing it comes from citing the source. So, you're telling me what to do with my life, with your life being where it is. And I'm not throwing salt on people whose lives are in shambles. I, like I said, I don't have everything together. I don't have everything that people say you should have by the age of 33. There's a lot of shit that I don't have. And a lot of shit I'm not proud of. But also at the same time, I'm still a work in progress. I still have breath in my body. So I can still do what it is I need to do. And I can still improve and, and, and keep working and get things better. But it's just crazy that sometimes that negative energy is coming from people that you're like, I know good and damn well you are not saying anything to me. And that's not holding a grudge either. That's just being aware. We can be real with each other. We can be real with people. Some people we know aren't in good situations because they aren't taking care of business. That's been me for years. It doesn't mean you love them any less. But at the same time, those aren't necessarily the people you want to hear from. Now, I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm just giving an opinion. I'm just being me and saying what I want to say because there's someone who feels like I feel. And they're like, you know what? But I still, yes, you still should have a right to say what you want to say. You still should have a right to give advice to people you want to give advice to. It shouldn't matter that, oh, you ain't got no car, you don't have no acreage, or you don't have, you know, this, 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 the. No, that shit doesn't matter. It sucks, I think, to not have certain things, 
But by all means, it doesn't mean that I'm inferior to someone else. And I think the negative energy from comments and criticism from people who are maybe in the same boat or less is way more detrimental because then it has you thinking like this person or this situation isn't even comparable to mine, but is way worse or is way better. And they're doing way less with it and have the nerve to say something to me. That's exactly why you disregard that. Because when you start thinking that way and start saying, well, this motherfucker here has this, this, and this, this going on with their life. How the hell are they going to tell me that? That, while that's understandable, you still got to watch, you still got to watch it because constructive criticism still isn't a bad thing. People aren't wrong because they told you what they thought. I think the reason you devalue it if it's negative is because when you get to looking at other reasons besides the direct point that your feelings are hurt at this moment, you start to see that sometimes that comes from a negative place and you start just lashing out on shit. You're like, wait, 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 that's not where I need to be. So that's why I say devalue the negative opinions. Be careful on how much you indulge in the positive opinions because sometimes you have the wrong people telling you the positive things. And the wrong people means a different kind of spin for me. I don't necessarily mean the wrong people, but sometimes you have people who don't, A, give a damn about what you're doing, who maybe catch wind from someone else that you have a positive wave riding, and then all of a sudden it's, hey, man, heard things are going good, man. We should sit down and get together. We should do this. We should do that. And it's like, wait, hold on, what? For what? You... You wasn't with me shooting in the gym or anything of the sort. So why would I now want to branch out to that? And that, and that can be a trap. You got to watch where you branch your energy out because then now all of a sudden you sucked in. Now all of a sudden you tight with people who really don't have your best interests at heart and you're taking in all this information and your head's steadily getting bigger than your shit deflate and you look dumb. You have to take it with a grain of salt. You know, I just, hey, really appreciate that. Nod your head and keep moving. You don't want to be, yeah, man, I was cold, man. I was cutting up, wasn't I? I'm, I'm, I'm nice with it. I'm not. You don't want to get into that mode because then that can turn you into a different. My fault, I kicked my mic out there. I'm clumsy in the mug, so my fault. But no, what I was saying there was then it, when you follow that that overly positive thing and you get to, to swagging and talking about you this, you that, you this, you that, and you're not really a selfish person like that, and you're throwing your whole energy off, man. That's not how you get down. That's not how you get down. You don't have to worry about, you know, that kind of stuff when you do that. So the thing you really have to be conscious of is that although it's a simple concept, it can be tricky, you know, because obviously you want to devalue a negative opinion, but at the same time, a negative opinion really can spark a lot of positive things. It's crazy, but it can spark a lot of positive things because then it's like, you know, okay, I didn't know I was doing that, but cool. You know, I'm not really trying to hear it from this person. And like I said, don't dwell on that, but okay, cool. Let me leave that out. And then with the over positive stuff, it's like, man, is this, is he trying to just ride the wave or whatever? Well, either way, they feeling what I'm doing. So I'm going to keep on rocking. And that's the whole reason I'm here, people. 
You know what? If you're feeling it, cool. If you're not, that's cool too. My thing is I'm here to just do my thing. Period. That's what I'm here to do. You know, I, I'm out. I'm outspoken. I'm funny. I got a lot of stuff on my mind. I like to get it off my chest. I like to have fun. And if I can help somebody else out, then I'm going to help somebody else out. And and that's just that's just a simple and plain about it. You know, um, it, it's hard because we like to feed off. We like to feed off uh, just. Obviously, positives make the world go round. But it's just. Like I said, it's just a different it's just a different vibe and a different notion. Because sometimes those negatives can really just they can spark so much of a positive in you that like a hater or someone who is just is giving their sound advice or constructive criticism and you need to know the difference between the two, they'll really be like, Dang, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? I okay, I got that. I got that. And when it's overly positive, you, you got to take that as a cool, but you also got to watch how people act. Because a lot of people will ride your wave just because they think it's going to get them somewhere. And then when they find out it's not, they're like, oh, shit. Well, I guess I better, yeah, I guess you better go on from where you came from. That's just that's just one of the things that's true, too. Um, One of the things I wanted to share with y'all that I was uh, kind of going through. Um, big shout out to uh, Sonny Phillips out there, my man. My man wrote me the other day and said, uh, hey, I subscribe to your podcast, bro. I needed to hear that. Everything you speak, the truth. You the truth, bro. Man, I, I'm trying to tell you, man. Y'all can hear me cheesing through the mic. That was the best shit for me. That helped me because, you know, some days I'm like, man, Kurt, you wasting your time. Don't nobody give a damn what you got to say. And that might be true. But for this brother to hit me up and reach out and be like, hey, man, thank you. I appreciate it. That's what it's about for me. That's why this shit's cool. That's why I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. That's why I'm going to put out a little show that lets the 402 be seen because I don't see a lot of people necessarily doing that right now in the 402. I want to do it. I don't care if this sparks a wave of other people who do it who might potentially be better than me. They got to know it started with Kirkland. They got to know that. I know other people are doing their thing. I'm not knocking anybody. I know people have their podcasts going. I know people got videos. I know we got rappers in here. I know we got artists. I know there's plenty of talent. But I'm next. That's how I feel. I'm going to keep getting better. I'm going to keep getting content. I'm going to keep doing my thing because, like I said, I don't value the negative. I only take bits and pieces from it. The positive, I take those bits and pieces and keep running. Like when my guy, uh, Numbers, when he hit me up, was, hey, man, why aren't you doing the Kirkland's Corner where, man, you had a nice little buzz going, a.k.a. what the fuck wrong with you? Man, I had to take it with a grain of salt and be like, you know what, man? Shit in my life wasn't right, bro. I didn't feel like saying shit when shit wasn't right. Man, the struggle is where you build character at. Oh shit, I knew that though So that's why I came back With a different type of presence Because certain positive energy Is the kind of shit you need And I really appreciate my guy for that too And then he went on to say Almost as if you was talking to me That's how much I needed to hear it I'm going through it, but I'm never showing it Just trying to remain humble and not fumble I like how my man did the wordplay there too It's just, It's just nice to have somebody really be like, you know what, what you're doing is cool. You know, I've had people hit me up on the on on the Kirkland's Corner on the webpage. You know, um, I got some things in the works going. I'm really excited about those. It's just me being me. 
I'm protecting my inner gifts. I'm not letting nobody shit on me because you know what? This is my time. This is my time to do exactly what I want to do. And I'm about to go for it 110%. And somebody not rocking with that 110%, damn it, they got to get off the boat. And that's cool with me. I'm not worried about it. That's fine. Because not everybody that starts with you is going to finish with you. And some people don't get it. That's cool with me. I get it. I get it 110%. There's some cats I figured I would get shares from on, on my post, on my podcast. I don't see them give me no shares. You know what I don't do? I don't sit and cry about it. You know why? Because someone else shared it. Someone else who needed to hear it heard it. You know why I don't cry about it? Because if they, if they, if they get to it, they get to it. But my life's not about to stop for nobody else to, to, to read or listen to my shit. It's me doing what I want to do because it's my dream. Therefore, I got to go for mine. I got a little bit. I got a little bit fired up there. Don't be upset with me. I got. I got fired up there. But I'm cool with it. I'm super cool with it because my story is a different one. Because people are like, man, you've had it made. You got good parents. You this. You that. You that. You know what? Sometimes life sucks. Sometimes you put yourself in boats where life fucking sucks. Sorry. Sometimes it does. And I realize that. So I don't sit and bitch and moan about it. I've been broke before. I've been poor before, man. I've been without lights. I didn't quit. I didn't fold. I didn't rob nobody. I didn't pitch no tent outside and, 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 and bitch and moan and throw a pity party. I didn't do that. That's not what you do. If you have that inner fire in you, you take everything negative, turn it around into a positive, and you take the positive, weed it out from the fake positive shit because fake love is real. You take that out, you weed it out, and you get shit right. That helps me transition to why inner strength is important. Um, I'll tell you this. If it wasn't for, one, I believe in God, and two, my inner ability to not want to be a failure. Man, I would have hung it up a long time ago. And I don't mean hung it up as in a joke with, you know, my life. I'm saying I would have chalked it up. I would have been, you know... A manager somewhere, you know, low key off the grid, and would have just said, you know what, this other shit's not for me. I got my four hundred one k, I got you know this, that, and the other. I got my retirement fund on on high, whatever, whatever, whatever. I got all this. I'm just gonna ride this mug out. And we, no, man, that's boring. Hell no. I'm thankful I got the inner strength. To have the job I have now and to have the sponsorship I have, again, thank you very much, RMV uh, Studios, Rich Musical Vibes, Josh Lyndon, I appreciate you. I'm grateful for this because if I didn't have it right now, my mind would just be focused on, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this, you're not worthy of the time to create your own energy, create your own buzz, live your own life. Damn that, that's not cool, that's not how I'm rocking, I'm not about to do that. Honestly, that's sucker shit. I'm not on that. I'm trying to stay sucker free. Period. You have to have the inner strength because there's going to be times where you want to quit. There's going to be times you want to fold. There's going to be times where you're like, look, I don't want to do this shit again. I don't care. If nobody else hears what the hell I have to say, I don't care. I'm good. I'm done. I'm tired of it. This isn't for me. Whatever it is, whatever it is. You, ha- you, you have to have that inner strength. You also have to have the balance of wisdom to know what to put on what side of the pole. It's like a seesaw, man. You got to have it balanced out. 
You can't have one side way down with what happened then, the past, who, what, where, when, and why it didn't work. And then you over here trying to figure out how it'll work, when it'll work, and why. You got too much shit on the left side. You have to balance it out. Meaning, come to the table with an even mind. Even mind saying, this could work. This is a good idea. This is what I got. And then you just put yourself on the other side and you balance it out. Don't wait for somebody to sit in the middle and balance you out. Balance it out. Balance your positivity out. When that negative shit start creeping, lean your ass back like Fat Joe and hold on to it. Don't let it control you. Do not let it control you. Because once it takes control of you, your battleship sunk. That's like when you're playing that little kid at daycare. They got the glasses and the vanilla wafer crumbs in his face and the chocolate frosting on the corner of his mouth. And you think it's sweet, and all of a sudden, G6, boom, your whole battleship sunk, and you mad as hell. Oh, my mom's here, gotta go. I'll beat you again tomorrow. Looking ass, that's exactly how you feel. Can't let You can't let things defeat you, man. Keep that balance. Gotta keep the balance. My final thought before I take off of here today... And you won't hear too many love quotes, stories, recommendations, any of that shit from me, because that's not really what I'm on. I, don't get me wrong, I love my mom, I love my sister. I have a lot of homegirls, shout out, love to y'all. You know, I have, I definitely have love for people. Um, but look, let me tell you this, and I'm going to be perfectly clear about it. No Stephen A. Smith. I'm be perfectly clear. There is no perfect time or certain place in life you have to be to enter someone's life and make an impact. There I said it. Again, there is not a perfect time and there is not a certain place in your life you need to be for someone to come into your life and love you and for you to make an impact we can be at odds about that it doesn't really bother me um, but it's real it's super real I think a lot of times and the reason I put this all together today was I think it all just it all magnifies together. Being yourself, loving yourself helps you be able to be around someone else and love someone else. You know, you protect your inner gifts so that the person you love is the one exposed to them. You devalue the negatives from the outside world and then you take in all the positives from the source that loves you. You know, inner strength has got to be important because, you know, there's going to be times where your relationship will be tested. Having that balance of wisdom and inner strength is what you need. And I think when you have that balance of inner strength and wisdom, that's when you know that, okay, you know what? This person has been around too damn often, too damn much for there not to be a reason. Let me find out what it is. Let me explore deeper on what this reason is. The one thing I want to stress, people... And this is coming, like I said, coming from a simple man. Things are way deeper than surface level. 
if you only scratch the surface, you will miss everything except what's on the surface level. And I got to tell you, everything's not on the surface level. You've got to reach for more. You've got to want more. It's just, it's got to be, it's got to be who you are. I think the hardest thing that people don't give credit to is the fact that if you can't be yourself and love yourself, you cannot effectively love or be around someone all the time. You can be around them all the time, but you can't love, you know, you can't love the way that they need to be loved because you don't even love yourself. It's a must in this game of life that you love yourself. Will I say I'm a great candidate to be somebody's boyfriend? Absolutely not. Husband? Nope. Not right now. I don't think so. Could I be? Yeah, I'm sure. Am I focused right now on a mission? Absolutely. But I think the real thing about it is you never know the impact someone will have on your life until you let them have it. It doesn't mean be a sucker. It doesn't mean fall for every trick in the book. It doesn't mean do a bunch of stupid shit. It simply means sometimes people have an impact you're not ready for. And the one important thing is that if you're not ready for someone to make an impact, you don't try to force the issue. Because the worst thing you can do to someone who doesn't need to be shot or torn down or messed with or tampered with is all three of those things. People have to preserve their peace too. But when you're in tune with all these things, when you can be yourself, and when you can protect your inner gifts, and you can swipe the negative comments to the side, and you can have the inner strength and wisdom balanced, then I think naturally your thought process leans towards, you know what? Somebody can come into my life and somebody can have a positive impact on it. Whether it's a friend, whether it's a, a, a co-worker, whether it ends up being, you know, husband or wife. Don't let your situation dictate how you live your life to the point where you can't see some good things in front of you. You know, we only understand what we understand in our life. And and honestly, the meat of the matter is sometimes you got to sit down and talk to people. Sometimes you got to sit down and figure out exactly what it is that's going on. The best thing you can do is be yourself, be true to yourself. And stay the course. I thank you for tuning in to the corner today. I appreciate you being patient. I think we're going to move to a a weekly video uh, shoot show. Um, I think we're going to do a daily 
podcast thing where we just, you know, get on here at least once a day, twice a day, whenever a day, and say a few things, touch up on some things, talk about whatever. Uh, if you have any information for me, if you want to get back to me, uh, leave me a rating on here. Um, my uh, handle on Snapchat is at Mr. Kirkland to you. That's at M R K I R K L A N D. The l- number two, the letter U. Um, that is my handle on Snapchat and on Twitter as well. Um, Kirk City Classic Three on Instagram, and that is K I R K C I T Y C L A S S I K. Um, Kirkland's Corner on Snap as well. Um, that is Corner with a K. So it's K-R-K-L-A-N-D-S, no space, K-O-R-N-E-R. And that's also a page on Facebook. You can follow that. Um, we're going to be having our Shining Star of the Month. We're actually going to do one for December instead of November. So what we're going to do is try to comprise some highlights and some pictures of all the uh, kids that are doing their thing out here in the city right now that we are uh, the, the people out here are thankful for. Uh, we're going to be thankful for you know some of the coaches that are out here busting their butts, working with people. And um, so we're going to move in that general direction. Our eats of the week this week, uh, stop out to Hell Yeah at U-Stop on 33rd and Superior. Shout out my guy, Charles Wynn. Um, that is our eats of the week. Make sure you stop out there. Um, it is great cuisine. I'm not going to give it away. Go out there and try it yourself. See Charles Wynn out there as a longtime friend of mine. Um, big shout-outs to, once again, RMV Rich Musical Vibes. Josh Linen, thank you very much. Um, like I said, there's going to be a couple interviews later on in the week that we'll touch on and we'll put back on here. If you have anything you want to say or you want to sit down for a podcast, get a hold of me. Uh, you can email me, um, message me online. Let's get together. Let's rap. Let's talk. Uh, let's do whatever. Um, I'm open. Uh, schedule's pretty open. Uh, definitely would love to sit down and rap with anybody who's willing to rap. Uh, big shout-outs to A Fresh, Lamar Wilburn. Um, big shout-outs to him and his clothing line as well. Um, Young Steez and Johnny Bliss will be having an interview with me coming up soon as well. We did not forget about that. Also, we'll be interviewing uh, Cali Boy Allen and our star of the month from November, Juju, his son. Juju, a.k.a. Mr. Touchdown. That young man is going to be a real-life headache for the opposing defenses for years to come. So, we're going to touch all that, and we'll get that locked down. Uh, Thank you for all the love and support y'all show, The Corner Man. I appreciate it. Uh, Like I said, this is just a dream of mine. Um, Hopefully, one day, we can make it big. You know, until that time, we're going to be grinding for it. So, um, you may not catch me in traffic. You may not catch me anywhere on the, you know, in your neighborhood. But there's one place you can always catch me. That's Kirkland's Corner. I don't care how cheesy that was. That's where you can catch me, damn it. It's MK3, the host, signing out. It's all love. Have a good weekend, y'all. Go Big Red.